Welcome to the Diversity on the Hill podcast with Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Curcio. Here are the ground rules for our conversation. Respect one another. Openness. No assumptions allowed. Mistakes are welcome. And let's grow together. Enjoy the conversation. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Yes, we, we are. are. The Diversity on a Hill podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, PJ. And PK here. And we've got a special guest this week. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, who did you bring for us today, PJ? Well, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. All who right. are you, special guest? What's going on, everybody? Samuel Francis here. Oh, man, did you hear that? That Whoa, was like so professional. That's like radio voice. I know, right? Like he just took and made our podcast legit. Yeah, here <laughs> that's I, what I'm talking here about. Here I am with my high-pitched screaming, hey, everybody. Oh, no. <laughs> Comes in strong. Boy, I, I know, smooth, too. He just, yeah. right, like a pro, like a pro. Well, he is kind of a pro, right? You you do your own podcast. Yes. Tell me, tell me about that podcast. So it's called The Next Drop-Off, mm-hmm. and uh, our mission is to help young people go discover and accomplish their life mission oh so, look at that yeah that's the real deal right i there. actually had the privilege of recording with him this morning oh yeah. Yeah. nice yeah yes. i would i would say go listen but i don't know when it's gonna drop that one you know that's up to him oh right. but you're on double duty then oh man i'm recording a lot today Ooh. all yeah. right because right. you know probably you know a little bit of of heads up we're probably recording another one because we have vacation <laughs> next week yes we do right. so yeah it's just it's just a lot but it's, a, it's all good we enjoy nah, it's it. not a lot it's wonderful it is yes we enjoy it. and that's why they're tuning in because they want to continue the conversation with us right yeah, yeah. so diversity on the hill diversity with the c for the first time listener mm-hmm. and uh you can reach us at diversity on the hill at gmail.com or you can reach us at ig the Instagram. Yeah, we're there too. Same same plug there. At Diversity on the Hill. At Diversity on the Hill. Yeah. So we just had Regenerate. Yes, we did. That was a great conversation was, with Justina Rome. Yeah, we did a live podcast there, Samuel. Mm, we did. Yeah. Love it. Love so it. it was it was really short. Uh, it really well, to tested our standards. Us. It did, it did. It really tested yeah. us though. We had <laughs> to like be now, you know, we're we're careful. Right. I guess a little, maybe not. But the point is when we were live. Yeah. It was like, oh, snap. Now you really got to be careful what you say because right. there's no taking that back. There's no editing. And we don't really edit much in ours either. Like mm. it's it's as uncut as possible. Mercy. Um, except when I say something ridiculous. Then I yeah, really which never it. happens. We leave it in. <laughs> we leave it all in. Yeah. For the most part, we actually do. So so as um, we were telling you off, off, you know, offline. Yeah. Careful what you say, Samuel. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we're, not, we're not taking it out. <laughs> Well, it's, it's, it's staying in, man. There to stay. It's no. like a true conversation. Once the words come out, right? You, they, they can't take it back. You can't right. take it back. Exactly. Now you can, now you give them adjust and clarify. You can do that mm. kind of stuff, right? But uh, half the stuff when you half the time when your emotions are all over the place, you mm. don't remember what you said. That's true. Until you hear it afterwards. Mercy. Yeah. So our goal here is just to have some conversations about what's happening in the world around us. Mm-hmm. Mm. We t- we tackle all. All and every subject. We haven't tackled them all yet. There's a few that we're waiting on some experts to join us at. Right. Yeah. We're, you know, we're working on it. So, so Samuel. Yes. You do this podcast. What else do you do? Tell me about you. Who are you? Okay. Um, so, 
in a in a nutshell, was born in New York City. Brooklyn. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, there oh, you go. Perfect. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. Perfect, yes. perfect, perfect. Okay. Yes. <laughs> this, this 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 could be good. Keep Uh-oh. going, and I'm going to ask you some Uh-oh. questions later. Uh-oh. I apologize for the interruption, but I interrupt all the time. Sorry. No, it's all good. It's all good. So I was born in New York City. Um, we moved to Maryland when I was like four or five. Mm-hmm. You know, so I grew up in the DMV. You know, Bowie. Shout there you out. Go. Yeah. Um, How long did you live there? So from from pretty much five till eighteen. Okay. Eighteen, I accepted God's call to ministry. Ooh, so I went nice. off to school. Um, you know, did that, and then I accepted the God's call to to be a missionary in Dominican Republic. Where'd, where'd you go to school? Woo-hoo! Oh, that's another. <laughs> oh yeah, hey. we are in the house. Yeah. Man, stop making him use those buttons. Oh, trigger happy today. <laughs> trigger happy. <laughs> So there's a small school out in Virginia, Heartland College. Okay. Uh, went there for four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where I got uh, trained. Uh, I found uh, a love for Dominican Republic there. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other story. But I've been a missionary there ever since. So I still go every year. Oh, nice. Wow. wow. Yeah. So what do you do when you're not there? So literature evangelism has been my main thing mm-hmm. since 2008, that's, right? Wow. Every year, just... Year after year after summer after program after yeah. winter. It's just, you know what I'm saying, full time. And then recently, uh, a new passion has been branding, mm. right? So Where Jesus Is, we started that brand at the end of 2019. And it was actually kind of like an accident. Yeah, so I started a brand for Literature Evangelists. Okay. So I made two hoodies for them. And then right. I was like, well, what about the non-people who are not Literature Evangelists? Let's do a little something for them. Right. And so I was like, all right, yeah, yeah let's do a Jesus Is, Jesus Is King but that was when Kanye West came out with his album. Oh, so I was yeah, like, right, nah, right, yeah. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be a little coffee cast. So I was like, nah, <laughs> we'll, we'll think of something else. Like Jesus is, and I was trying to come up with something else. And I was like, all right, Jesus is. And then it never came. And so it was like, all right, we got to make something. Jesus is, we'll just leave it like that. And people bought it. You know what I'm saying? Wow, yeah. It just yeah. took off, huh? Yeah, it took off. And so Sweet. we're like, let's stick with it. Let's stick with it. Yeah. So that's what I do. That's what I do. You know, the podcast and the brand, those two things are what occupy my time. Wow. Yeah. That's sick. Nice. So for anyone who wants to know more about your yeah. branding, how do I get how do I get something from you if I want to? So something? Instagram is the next drop off, just just like that. Mm-hmm. The next drop off. Um yeah, just hit me up through there, wherejesus.com. So a lot of people they get they get that where mixed mixed up. They think it's like W E W H E R E, like location where. But it's clothing wear. So W E A R Jesus is dot com. Yeah, I was thinking that too, because you said where Jesus is and you have Jesus is on your shirt. So right. where Jesus is. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Where Jesus is. All right. That's pretty crafty. Yeah, it yeah. is. Right. Kind of like diverse city with the C. Yeah. There we go. Like a city on a hill. Yeah. Diverse right, right, city right, right, on right. a hill. There you go. Yes. Hey man, look at this. All this uh uh creative branding going <laughs> oh, on. Oh right well, well, you know. We're trying. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. I'm assuming you're enjoying where you're at right oh, now. You know, loving every step of the way. Uh, not every step is an easy step, but as long as you're in the right direction, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's what matters. There so you what go. is the next drop-off? What What, what does that Mexico. mean? Mexico. Mexico. On Sunday. Oh, wait. Oh, that's where you're going. Oh. Oh, wait. wait. So, yeah. I the question. Okay, oh, that's yeah. all right. Well, what happened with Mexico? I'm yeah. curious now. Okay, okay. So, that's the next drop-off. Like, that's where I'm going next. Nice. Yeah, we have a travel club, and every year, we go to a different place to do a mission, 
and have fun at the same time. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Cause, yeah. You know, you got to do elite something. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know. Cool. And then we'll have fun. There you go. So the next drop off, the next know, drop off is, is Mexico. Mexico. So what are the origins of the term or title there the next drop off okay, from okay, your okay. podcast? So the next drop off, it stems from literature evangelist. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, like, I've been doing it for 15 years yeah. and every summer we would, we would do little, you know, do canvassing. Mm-hmm. And so if anybody listening has ever canvassed, they know like, all right, you got to drop off when you finish your street. Then you go to the next drop off. Like or you get dropped off. Yeah, right. You, you know what I'm saying. Like that's yeah. the next drop off. I remember that from the okay. summer when I did it. Hey, yeah, there, there we go. go. Yeah, nice. it was years you know? ago. But and so we just applied it to to life in general. Mm-hmm. There's always a next something next in life. Yeah, and so yeah, the, the next, next drop off. off. Yeah. That's sweet. Well, that's, that's sweet. That's nice. So 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 I saw you had reservations uh, when Samuel was telling us where he was from. No 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 no. Your not face kept changing. So so here we go. This is. This no, no, is no. this is PJ's next drop off. Here we go. Right, go, ahead, okay, go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. So if I asked you, hey man, where are you from? Yeah. Who do you what do you identify as like who who are you? Where are you from? Like ethnically? No, 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 no. Just like if I just said, Hey, where are you from? Yeah. Um from it depends on the context, honestly. Like something like this. It's like I'll give you my origins. No, no, I'm so from if, New York City. Like, Amen. There you go. He got me. Does oh yeah. Like, That's what I'm talking about. So, here's here's so, the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're asking the wrong person in a way. But go ahead, continue. Okay, continue. Okay. I don't want to cut you off too much. Right. You know. So let's say I ask somebody because I hear an accent. Like, hey, where are you from? And they say, Oh, I'm from Jamaica. Yeah. I'll say, Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. My grandpa's from Jamaica. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom is from. You know what I'm saying? Well, her mom is from the Bahamas, uh-huh. and my dad is from Grenada. Mm-hmm. So that's like, like that's like DNA where yeah, I'm from. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, if somebody's like in, if I'm, if I'm not like right now, I'm in Tennessee. Yeah. So I'm not gonna say I'm from Tennessee, but let's say I'm in Indiana, like I was a couple weeks ago for a youth conference. Right. Somebody asks where you're from. I'm from Tennessee because. That's where you live. Right. Right. You no, know? no, this is good because, see, I'm Dominican. Yeah. Both of my parents are from Dominican descent. Right. <laughs> okay. So, you, but I was born in New York. Right. There you go. How long did you live in New York? Till I was about seven. Okay. And then I moved on to Miami. And how long did you live in Miami? F- till I was 17. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. so we got this ongoing thing going on here. Where PJ is frustrated with me because he's like, you're from uh, Miami. Yeah. He wants me to claim he's more Miami, he's right? He's more Floridian than New York. Because I spent more time in Florida you're than not in New, New York, Yorker, right? Man. But I told him, not only does my birth certificate say New York, it right? doesn't not only did they say that the first seven years is when your character is like developed or nah, whatever. Nah, it's I have till memories. 12. Well, well, till 12. Well, I mean, it depends who. And, and we've, who talk, we've already talked about this, by the way. So don't. And then, and then I told you're him. Trying, you're trying to. No, no, no. no, no. And then I told him that. My first memories mm. of a whole lot of things were in New York. New York right? so, oh, I'm like, so I'm like, when people ask me where I'm from, I'm going to tell them I'm from I'm New from York. York. You're not uh, from New York at see, all. See, see, he's hating now. No, no, see, no, no. This is what I'm saying. I'm, last glad you, time, I'm glad you said New York. The last time you lived in New York, you were seven years old. By the way, you do have a lot of first memories there. But I'm sorry. The majority of your memories actually come from, and psychologists say this, the best memories, what people most associate with music-wise, movie-wise, what they think is the best movies, what they think is the best music, is between the ages of 8 and 12. Mm, Okay. Yeah. So So that's where your actually more formative years come in 
are those years, right? Sure, that's so, fine. Sure, there was a foundation. You're not New Yorkian. You're not a New Yorker. <laughs> I, I claim both. You know. Well, I mean, okay, I play both cards. I don't. I don't hate. I don't hate on Florida. You yeah. know, I'm a UM fan. You know, I, right. I, I I got my I got my Florida in me. Right. By, by the, the way, thing. you're a you're but, an implant UM fan. You're not a real UM fan. But you know, whoa, we'll get whoa, into time that out, later. time out, time out. No, no, no. Oh, no. I did my homework. All right, <laughs> and I asked one of the biggest UM fans. Okay, yes. a friend of mine that goes to almost every game down there in Miami, and I was like. Okay, so I've never really like been a committed to vote college anything. Honestly, mm-hmm. when it comes to college sports, I'm I'm a I'm a pro guy. You know, there's the pro guys, there's the college guys, there's the people in between. I yeah. was heavy pro, and all of a sudden I'm trying to you know gain yeah. some love for for Miami. So I said, what do I have to do in order for me to accept it into the U family, mm-hmm. right? And I followed all the steps that he gave me. <laughs> wow. So he was like, after you do that, you can be we'll officially to, a part of the UM family. We'll have so. to get into those steps later. <laughs> I'm just saying, neither one of you is a New Yorker. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. So I'm he's going to claim, no, no, mind you, like, he's from Orlando, right? right, right yeah. Right. So, so he claims everything Florida, right? So I think he's just jaded. Because no, 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 no. We don't want to claim your I, state. Two of my favorite sports teams are New York teams. Yeah, we get that. Because we, we didn't have them as growing up as a kid, and I have reasons for them. We could talk about that another time because mm. we don't want to get too far off the rails. Okay, okay, okay. But, man, Sammy, you're there for four years. You're more you're more a, a lander than a New Yorker. I mean, it, it's just that's more in your... It, don't let him suck at you. Don't let him I suck at you. You're considering saying. it. No, I do mean, not give him that. If somebody says they're from Maryland, I was like, okay, yeah, that's where I grew up. I, that's know? what I say. I grew up in Miami. Yeah. That's what I tell him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. that's where I grew up. And somebody mm-hmm. says, yo, somebody says, yo, I'm from New York. Like, yo, me too. Yeah, that's what like, I'm talking you know, about. I was born See? in Brooklyn. No, Come you're on. not. Why you? Yeah. No. You even less four guy. years. You don't remember anything. Of course, I remember. You know, crossing the street as a kid in there class. You know. I remember being like in the daycares. Mm-hmm. I remember the the police lights almost every night. There you you know, said outside the window. You can remember the smell. Yeah, hey, yeah. Riding yeah, the train. Yeah, that's because you went back and visited, and you it's, remember the smell. Well, yeah, of course. Nah, <laughs> and, then I, and then, and then, there, I told him like there was another thing. Ooh, like, the Chinese I love, restaurants. What? Oh, <laughs> come, come on, on. Now, come on now. Now I, I told him. I told PJ. Okay, uh, I know we got to get. You off. guys are acting like you lived your whole life there. Oh no, no, but look, look, look there <laughs> are some <laughs> things. There are some things though. Like for instance, <laughs> I went back to New York in January, right? Yeah. And I had an epiphany of something that I just hadn't realized before. I love exposed rock. Exposed rock. Yeah, like if you're driving down the highway and you're okay. driving between yeah, yeah, exposed yeah. rocks, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, man, I I don't I never thought like where did that come from? Yeah. Till I went back home. Mm. Then I saw them, I was like, this is where it originated. Wow. Because in New York, there's a lot of exposed okay. rock. So that's part of the thing. So I said there are some things that have just oh, yeah. stuck with me throughout the years. So oh. I was like, can't hate on that, oh, man. Yeah. So here's my argument. Every every young person who I've talked to who spent any time living in New York mm. says they're a New Yorker. Even if they're not from the city, by the way. Oh, they're no. like, New York, New no, York. And no. I'm like, wait, wait, well, hold on. Like I've never, th- if a kid was born in Omaha... <laughs> Omaha. Right, and lived there for six years of his life. Went uh-huh. to New York and lived there for four years. You ask him where they're from. I'm from New York. But wait, that, that, that's the thing. Is it but, because New York? It's so cool to be from. Oh, he thinks it's a cool factor. Stop. Oh, you know it is. What is, even, what is so cool about being from New York? I don't know. I, I'm as to say, but everyone says, "Yeah, I'm from New York." They live there. If they live there one year. Well, wait, 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 wait. You know what the thing is? Yeah. If. See, because now, nah, I'm not going to go there. Whatever. I'm just going to leave it alone. The point is, I'm from New York. And that's, I, I that's got my said. love for sesame chicken from New York. Because my dad would put me on, like, you know, sesame chicken. 
And so that's the only thing I ever order at a Chinese restaurant. I don't order anything else so ever. So see, my love for salt and vinegar chips. You know where it started? In New York from La Bodega. It, it, it hey, doesn't matter where it started. You, you could have had it in Omaha. Trust me. But I didn't have it in Omaha. <laughs> I was like, you still would have said New York. Yeah, anyway. Oh, you man. guys are less New Yorker than anything else. I oh, can't believe man. it. Well, anyhow. Oh, boy. <laughs> Sophia, are we going to take a break today or are we just going to go dive right on? Yeah, we'll, take, right we'll take a small two-second break here. The break will be shorter for us than for you just to give you an ins- behind the baseball, inside baseball. That's the way you say it, inside baseball, right? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Behind the scenes. All right, three, two, one, break. And we're back. Well, that was actually football. Break is a football thing. Three, two, one, break. You break the huddle. Anyways, we just ahead. had We just had a break. No one remembers what we just talked about. <laughs> All right, sure. All right, go on. <laughs> All yes. right, man. Hey, man, a lot's been going on in the news lately. Yes, sir. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, some interesting stuff happening going on. Uh, so what, what's the biggest thing? We, we, did we miss anything? Did we miss anything? No, I think we haven't spoken about... Uh, I think there's a war going on right now. Is there now? a war going on? <laughs> Is there I think a war? so. Yeah. There might be one going on. Yeah. <laughs> so while we were gone, or not gone, because we had some episodes, but we had to record those episodes before we were on another break. Yep. Mm. So we missed kind of the beginning of this uh, Russia-Ukraine war. Oh, mm. yeah, we did. Man, craziness, huh? Sheer mm. madness. Thoughts, mm. man. Thoughts. What, what, what are you thinking? Uh, do, do, do we let Samuel go first because he's the guest? Or do you want me to go ahead and run with it? Nah, you, you run with it first. All right. So I, I was, first of all, surprised. What, what, what were you surprised about? Okay. Because when there was some unrest, mm-hmm. uh, they said in January that they were not going to invade Ukraine. Who said, though? The Russians said oh, that. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you're like, okay. Uh, not gonna happen just rumors of wars right this is kind of what what ran through my head yeah and then all of a sudden you hear in february that they actually started to invade uh ukraine well they well why did they say that in january is because they were building up masses by the borders correct Mm -hmm. and the intelligence actually was showing that they were getting ready to do something i mean it seemed weird that they were amassing all these instruments of war right 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 by the border well, anyhow, so then they went and they invaded. So it, it it didn't come as a surprise, I guess, at that point as much as at when when the intel was coming out. Then I was surprised that they were actually you know getting close to the border. But then by then you're kind of like, if you're gonna go, you're you're not gonna do that for no reason, mm. right? So then I wasn't surprised. But then they said they weren't going to attack civilians and do all that stuff. Mm. And then they did. And I was like, dudes, what's wrong with you people? Right. And I just saw, I just saw just on today's news, it looked like uh, a maternity hospital was bombed. Oh. See what I'm talking about? And yeah. then I saw that video when there was a tank running loose and ran over a civilian vehicle with people in it, obviously, because they were driving on the road simultaneously. So... That kind of stuff just started to break my heart. And the truth was, I was like, man, I don't know if I could keep watching this. And now with the footage and stuff, like mm. now you really don't miss anything. With social media, right. people are getting raw footage right. of stuff that you and I will never be able to delete from our minds. Right. Right. But then all of a sudden, Zelensky started just like becoming a G 
and you know posting all these things and and telling mm. you what's going on telling you he's gonna basically go down with his country basically yeah think about that president and and created wow. this this just rally now because you kept hearing like like mm. people are fleeing trying to get out and all this stuff and i'm like wow i hope they have an opportunity to do that then i heard that no anyone between the ages of 18 i think it was and 60 couldn't leave the country mm. uh, because they needed them to take to bear arms you know and fight against the russians so i'm like oh these poor ukrainian men you know that right. kind of situation and families that are being broken up and then i i see how Zelensky's rallying these people and i'm just like whoa and then on sunday i watch cbs sunday morning mm. right it's a great show and i i really like you want to get good news uh source and a lot of just just they touch on a lot of different things it's a really good show uh my cousin got me onto it shout out to him mm. and then i hear this reference which is probably why I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to title the episode that because this is third party with you, Samuel. Yeah. But David and Goliath. They made a reference to mm, David and Goliath on that mm, show. Mm. And now I talked to my cousin. My cousin is military intelligence. Yeah. Right? Now he never gives me any intelligence, <laughs> right? Any classified material, he just won't touch it. Right. Like, like, like he, he, his answer will always be, I can neither confirm nor deny. That is his go-to whenever I'm starting to ask questions that yeah. are going to lead me to knowing things that I shouldn't know. So he was like, did you catch that? And I caught it. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. When, whenever we talk about Ukraine, mm. you know, in Russia, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to title that episode, David and Goliath. And, yeah. and but this is the interesting thing. And this is, I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox here. It was like, can you imagine the sacrifice that this one man is doing, Zelensky here, mm. that is rallying his people mm, mm, mm. to hold off an army of Russia. You would think as strong a nation as Russia is, they right. should have taken it over in days. Right. In days. But these people rallying behind their leader mm. are doing things that are unprecedented, that, that you would never guess that, that the weaker party could do right. and would do. Yeah. And we're talking today, recording today, and they still haven't taken over Ukraine completely. Hmm. They had to send additional forces to try to do that. And it made me think about this, because this is a spiritual podcast, right? So I got to take it there. Absolutely. What could we do if we rallied together mm. and united under the banner of Jesus Christ and waged war against Satan? Mm, mm, mm. Well, we we know what we do. The disciples did it. Right. Isn't that isn't that something though? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If we would band together, put all these things aside that the enemy's putting mm. to keep us divided, mm. what could we accomplish with the help of God? What couldn't we accomplish? That's mm. the way to fix that, Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> way to be. Yeah. So anyhow, I'm off. I'm off my, my, my soapbox. Yeah. What do you, What do you got, man? I know you're doing something cool. Yeah, you know, I was actually um, surprised because, you know, when you're growing up and you're in school, you hear about the wars of World War One, World War Two. You hear about the Spanish War, the Korean War, the Vietnam War. It's like all that stuff was past, you know, and you never heard about war in your lifetime. On top of that, back then, they didn't necessarily have the technologies for you to be able to see it as it's happening. And so now as I'm looking on the news and I'm actually seeing war like, yo, I'm alive and I'm about to be in history like I'm, I'm you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like this is actually happening. Like these wow. people are they're they're actually kill like they're actually bombed. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so it's kind of like you would have thought that humanity has kind of gotten past that, you know, bombing people thing like but that's still a thing apparently. But another thing I came across recently so I decided to do a fundraiser for Ukraine to help the uh 
refugees get out, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, I, you know, that's the story. Another story. Anyway, somebody brought to my attention yesterday that there are, because, you know, there's a lot of immigrants in Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. Like African immigrants, like mm. non-Ukrainian mm. immigrants, like people of color yeah, immigrants. Yeah. And they're trying to get out too. It, I mean, it's a human thing. Right. They're bombing. I need to leave. Duh. Yeah. Right? They're facing discrimination. Mm-hmm. Stop. I didn't. I, when I heard it for the first time yesterday, I was like, in my mind, everybody trying to get out of Ukraine should be able to get out of Ukraine. Duh. But it was brought to my attention that there are people of color who are, are being told, um, no, you need to like wait like violently. Like you need. No, you're not getting on this bus out of here. No, no. We're going to been waiting a week or two. Yeah. Right. So wow. it's freezing cold and they're, they're having to walk miles to get to the next checkpoint. And I'm just like, really? Like, why can't just, I mean, I know it's a lot of people, but there shouldn't be any discrimination. But of course, there's a lot of shouldn't be's in the world. But it's just like, wow, yeah. that's, you're stuck in between a rock and a hard place. Absolutely. Man, I didn't hear that. That's yeah, I crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, that I read a couple, read a couple articles, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And it's just like. Some some people who are students there. <sighs> right. From Af- the Af- African countries. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've they've been there weeks waiting to get out. Mm-hmm. Mercy. But uh, they're, wow. the Ukrainians are getting the. The preference. preference the or, preference. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, and some of the lighter skins are getting the preference. Yeah. So, you know, well, what racism, was it it's everywhere. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we, you know, we, we share we share that here a lot of times. And um, anyways, here's a, here's a couple things that I just kind of some things that I find interesting from here. The, the Zelensky thing is a, oh, yeah. super impressive. The dude used to be a comedian. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was a comedian. That's, they showed some yeah. stuff. Um, you know, some of his previous stuff, not always the most uh, appropriate, appropriate right? comedy. <laughs> but hey, he was a comedian and kind of he's been the. The president and many thought he wouldn't make a good president. Yeah, and look at him here. Mm. I mean, just yeah, they, they offered to get him out. Yeah, and yeah. he said, "Hey, I don't. I need weapons, not a ride." That's right. right. Yeah, that was that was pretty wild. And he has young kids too. He yeah. like he has a family. Wow. And it's a young family because I think he's in his forties. Yeah. He's like forty four, something like that. I mean, think about it. it. It shows that anyone can lead, and he is really leading by example. Oh yeah, and really being a strong leader. I I, I got to be honest. I don't. I don't see one of our current president or our last president <laughs> stepping up like this. Mm. Uh, they might be in a bunker. <laughs> Mercy. <laughs> well, you're probably telling the truth. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it would be different if, if the whatever. <laughs> well, that that's pretty cool. Um, something that's really stood out too is even in this war, the amount of misinformation mm. that is out there. Yeah. Have you been hearing about all these different articles on like even in CNN, people have been doing like these CNN articles mm-hmm. or these other articles that post them online mm. that are totally false. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. even even on the um, CBS Sunday morning, uh, they were saying that some of the images that they're sharing, they weren't even sure that they were real. They're like, we don't wow. even know if those are factual. Right. And yeah. um, there's a lot of that happening as well because of Russia trying to control the narrative as well. Mm. And they shut down the um, social media outlets and uh, even the internet at one point, I think mm. they found a way to, to do that Wow, uh, over there in Ukraine. Yeah. You know, and uh, anyone who's not, uh, who's going against or not letting uh, the Russia basically control what is being said or what the news is, yeah. they'll arrest them. Wow. So that's going on right now too. So it was interesting about this is that I, I know that some legitimate, um, 
outlets have have said, hey, we don't know, we don't know if this is true. It's just so interesting the amount of of things, mm. and if you think about the the amount of social media that really all of us intake, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even the older generation, right? The older generations on Facebook all the time. They're on all kinds of things, and but the amount of just and and some of it's like not even substantial misinformation. It's just a little a little bit here there, and mm. it's it just makes it so difficult to know exactly what's, what's happening. That's true. Yeah. I mean, think about the world we live in and, and, and how this is just, and, and like you said, Russia is known for their cyber right. attacks, for yeah. their cyber savviness. Right. I mean, both both the Republicans and the Democrats have accused both parties of working with Russia. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. Both right. of them, you know, being led by Russia. Yep, yep, yep. Which, which is interesting. Um yeah, I find I find that interesting. Like, how does that sit with you? Like, knowing that there's so many pieces of information out there, yeah, that are just laden, and and, and we're already in a place where people don't trust. Oh yeah, anything they see. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I saw. Um, it was a comedy guy. He does comedy shorts. Uh, Shooter King, if you've heard of him, but somebody sent him a video of a reporter mm -hmm. in, I'm assuming Ukraine. And there's like a row of body bags behind the reporter, but like there's one of the bodies is like moving and oh. you know trying to like get the cover over them oh, and stop. you know while the guy's reporting, you see some guy like run into the scene like get down, you know, stop <laughs> moving, you know what I'm saying? And and so Shula Mercy. King is like, hold up, you know, hold, what is this? You know what I'm saying? Obviously showing that you know these bodies are not. There's like a row, like four or five rows of just mm -hmm. bodies in, in a black bag. Wow! But one of those bodies is like is a live person. Yeah, just moving. Oh, you know, trying mercy. to like kind of like, like the flap got over, and he's just making light of it. But you know, in light of fake news, yeah, you know, that's yeah. like, yeah, people can falsify a lot of things. So this surprised me that there's so much. I mean, obviously this started. A couple of years ago mm. with all of this misinformation out there and um, people trying to control the narrative. And yes, it leads to mistrust and or distrust, however you want to call that. And and in the end, people not having uh, faith in, well, anything. Mm. And, and then. It, yeah, it, it's, it's so difficult because no one has faith in anything. Correct. Unless, until. I always say this, it matches their worldview. There you go. If it matches their mm. worldview, all of a sudden they believe it and they'll post it all over Facebook, oh, yeah. even if they haven't checked to see if it's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. Oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. So, so this is, this takes me now again. Uh, we have, we haven't done this in a while. So I'm like, I'm just all, all up in the, the spiritual warfare today. So mm. this, this takes me again to that question that, that, that Jesus asked when he comes back to this world, will mm -hmm. he find faith? Mm -hmm. And I think that, that us as believers, uh, I'm assuming that all listeners are believers. And if you're not, that's okay. Uh, but those who are believers, mm -hmm. you get to that point now where you have to trust in the word of God. Like, you know how the world is going to end mm -hmm. and it's not going to end in a nuclear war, nor is it is, nor is it going to end with a cyber attack though, um, though those things could happen those right. things right exactly right. exactly so when when you know Putin is talking about that we're gonna see uh, something that we've never seen before I don't think it's nuclear I think that's the bluff mm. for us to miss what can happen with the cyber attack because 
Think about it. They've been talking mm. about this for years, how mm. vulnerable right. our grid is. Oh, yeah. So if he can attack our grid, you know, we lose electricity. Mercy. I think somebody said it this way. Mm. Russian people, if they get attacked this way, they're already accustomed mm. to not having stuff. Wow. So they're tough in that sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But us Americans, Mercy. we're used to getting what we want, how we want it, right, when we want it. Right. So we're a little softer when it comes to that. I think that was Dan Rather who said that. <laughs> and I was like, ouch, because it's so true, man. Somebody turns off my Wi-Fi. It's like, what happened to my Wi-Fi? You know, my phone doesn't have signal. I'm, I dropped the call. I'm all frustrated and upset. Right. And it's like, what happens if you, you're, you're without that for a hot minute? Mm, 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 mm. So anyways, I go back. For those believers, Jesus asks, will, you, will he find faith when he comes back to the earth? And I think that that's being tested right now. Yeah, I feel like this should serve as like a wake-up call. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I was younger, um, it was something. I just heard about some guy that was pretending to be Jesus Christ. And when I heard that, I was like, yo, that's what they talked about the prophecy seminar. Jesus <laughs> must be coming. Jesus must be coming. And that was like an impetus for me like to get my life closer to Christ. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we've been talking about wars and rumors of wars for so long. Well, I mean, I mean, this is one of those things. And I feel like this should serve as a trigger to... And, and not necessarily out of fear, but just out of reality. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We need to get our lives right with Christ today. I know. I, I, I totally agree with you. I'm going to push back a little bit, though. Mm. Um, because I believe that certain people mm -hmm. use every tragedy and whatever to kind of sensationalize. Oh, mm. Jesus is coming soon. So you, you know here 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 are the things mm. um and, and why while i agree with that shouldn't it be like our everyday lives that just points us to that it that should fact? be it should be you know what i'm saying and, and to me these things are always just a fear i i have i have this interesting uh, idea of prophecy mm. i believe our church is gifted with the gift of prophecy 100 mm percent. -hmm. i believe that we've we, we look at revelation and daniel and we see wonderful things mm -hmm. uh, but i am scared for us at times mm. and here's why I'm scared that sometimes we think we know exactly what it's going to look like mm -hmm. when Jesus comes back. Yeah. And you know who else thought that? The Pharisees at the first coming. Mercy. Right. You know who else thought that? The um, Millerites. The Millerites. Yeah. Both times they got it wrong. Yeah. And as they looked back on prophecy, they're like, oh, this is the way God has worked. Right. I sometimes think that prophecy is there to give us a blueprint mm -hmm. for stuff to look at but not for us to predict. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I think there's certain things we can predict, but once we start thinking, no, this is exactly what it's going to look like. Yeah. This is, oh, rumors of wars and wars. This must be the war that brings the coming. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. We get mm -hmm. ourselves into a different type, type of time setting. Mm. Right? Yeah. And to be honest with you, I believe that Jesus is coming back soon. I believe it's closer than ever. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's not because of what's happening in Russia. It's, I often say it's because of the way people treat each other. Mm. Well, that's that's to, true. That's to me, of, that's yeah. bigger. The love of most will grow cold. That's it. To me, that's the when in Timothy, when he talks about the, the last days, mm. he actually talks more about the way people treat each other and yeah. less about the actual signs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, we said that we received that that I um, heads up where there were going to be wars and rumors of wars, right? Mm. And even so when it says that, that, don't worry, the end's a not coming exactly. yet. Exactly, right. not yet. Not yet. <laughs> right, this not is yet. the beginning. Right. 
Well, I mean, we could be in the middle or the beginning or anywhere, but the point is we can't predict the end. Right. Right. But we know how it's going to end. And that's why I said that earlier, where it's like it's going to end because Jesus comes. It's not going to end because we did something that now we're going to turn into I am legend, everybody. Mm. You know, like that's Mm. not that's not what's going to happen. Right. So I'm with you with that. And, and, you know, I think is what some people have been have been alluding to uh, when it comes to our um, denomination. Now, Mm. we. Though this is a Christian podcast, uh, we are Seventh Day Adventists, mm-hmm. um, and the the concept is we can fall prey to a lot of these um, conspiracy theories mm. because of the information that we have been exposed to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the truth is, guys and gals, we know. God already told us in his word. We don't need the conspiracy theories Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. figure out what's going to happen. The Bible already tells us. So stop reading conspiracy theories (laughs) and start reading the word. And you'll be able to figure that out. And and here's the thing. We need to be careful that we as Adventists also don't give misinformation. Mm. Mm. Come on now. Indeed. We need to make sure that what we're saying isn't a theory of what is going to happen. We can say, hey, this is what it might look like. Because if we keep saying, so for instance, in the 80s, mm-hmm. it was all about, it was about Russia again. Yeah. <laughs> Russia, Russia, Russia. The end is coming. The end is coming. This is this. And then it really didn't happen. Right. And then when- Y2K. It, Y2K. Y2K. Oh, this must be the Antichrist. Thing, 9-11. Right? There was all things. 9-11. That's now it yeah. was the Muslims that were going to bring the end of time. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Or this president's going to bring the end of time. And then Obama got or, in office mercy. and then it was right. like, oh, this is it right here. How right. many popes have supposed to have been brought the end of the world? Right. See, the problem is, is we're worried about those things that aren't- Essential. Essential. Mm -hmm. We need to look to Jesus, have Mm -hmm. faith in him. And when it happens, I think it'll be made clear to us. But we're trying to predict things. Mm -hmm. And by predicting things, we actually create misinformation. Well, the prediction comes from the fact that we want to know. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to know. What's wrong uh, or the challenge is that we don't know it all. (laughs) And we have to be okay with saying, I don't know. And we we give them the information that we do know from scripture, right? And maybe even the spirit of prophecy and say, here's, here's some things that we'll be looking for, mm-hmm. right? But th- we're not sure exactly this is going to happen. We don't know which pope it's going to be. Right. We don't know if it's, is it going to look exactly like that? Right. Well, not th- it could come, it could come a little bit different. And, and this is where I got impacted. And, and, and maybe uh, you want to, you want to speak to Samuel, but, but this is the, this is where I get impacted. I heard this mm-hmm. and now I swear by this because it's so true. Mm. The opposite of faith is not unbelief. And I think I shared this before. Yeah. Mm. The opposite of faith is certainty. Mm-hmm. If you have certainty, mm. you don't need faith because you know what's going to happen. Mm. So if Jesus is asking, will he find faith? It's because there are certain things we do not know. Mm. That's true. So, so if that's our reality, then people, it's okay wanting to know, yeah. but you also have to be okay with not knowing. Not knowing, yeah. Because that's where faith comes in. Absolutely. So anyways, that's where I felt like the misinformation thing. It kind of was like, oh, we don't know what to believe. We don't know what to believe. Are we feeding into that? Do we feed into that? Mm. We need to be careful. Indeed. I mean, even, no. you know. If it causes fear, it's not from the Lord. Here's Say another, that much. Here's another thing true. that caught me uh, interesting. So in the 80s, uh, everyone, um, it was clear the Russians were bad. <laughs> I was a thought back then. Yeah, that was a thought back no, then. No, I was a thought. You were a thought. Yeah, I was. I was still in the thought realm. 
Oh. oh, oh, he wasn't even in the womb yet oh, in the 80s. Man. You don't have to, oh, you don't have to brag to make... about that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. Just this guy just making us feel young, old young over here. Bucks. Look at this guy. Yeah, you don't even know what that means. All right. <laughs> oh, no. Coming on, coming on our podcast and insulting us <laughs> over mean, here as old know. bogeys. I know, right? <laughs> so did you notice as oh, this was no. happening, though, there was division between our country as into where we stood? Mm. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mean- one of my biggest thing was like the Rocky movie, Rocky Four. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, just clearly delineated. I saw, the, I saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there I you go. Well done, well Drago, done. man. Yeah, yeah. Drago, Drago. So, so it was like it was it was hard. Like, 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 it, you could tell it was a struggle. Mm. And yes, we were split. You're right. Mm. And 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 I, the division wasn't. Anyways, the divisions were there about along political lines. Yeah. Right, it, and it got me so uh, like thinking, man, is there nothing in this country anymore that has us united? Mm. Wow, I, I, there is not anything really that has us united anymore. Nice. Everything is a fight. Wow, everything wow, wow. is the other party's fault. Okay, okay. So I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like there are united like cliques or not cliques, groups. Oh, united yeah, yeah. Groups, there's united groups, but, right. but, but not as a, as a whole. whole there's whole. still yeah. a lot of division, correct, even with correct, things correct. that used to be clear cut. Hey, listen, the Russians are communists. Yeah, they're going to do bad things, mm-hmm. right? And as the beginning of this, people like they're finally coming around to like, listen, we need to protect Ukraine. Yeah. But before it was like some people were saying, hey, listen. Russia's bad. They're doing these things. And uh, one of my favorite people, Tucker Carlson, and and he's not really one of my favorite people, uh, but he was even saying, hey, listen, why do we hate Putin so much? Has he done this? Has he done this? Has he done this? No. And actually, some of the things he has done to his own people, mm-hmm. it didn't make sense. Um, but he's like, hey, does he threaten me to lose my job if I don't agree with him? No, he actually kills people who yeah, don't agree yeah, with him. Yeah. But, you know, neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> Mercy. Uh, did, did anyone hear that rant of his? No. Mm-mm. Oh, man. After this, you're going to have to hear his rant because it was very interesting. He's like, did Putin call me a racist? Is Putin trying to teach my kids that they're this? Is is Putin, did Putin stre- spread the the a virus? That's, you know. Mm. And so he went on all these things that he was probably trying to poke fun at liberals or China or something else. Mm-hmm. But he's basically saying, oh, Putin's not a bad guy. Why are we scared of him? Why do we hate him so much? And this wow. is and this is typically coming from a, a a network that in the past would have been like, hey, Russian isn't good. But we've split ourselves so much into politically mm. that it's like, hey, listen, if the Democrats think this, then we can't think that. Or wait, oh, if the Republicans think that, we can't think that. We gotcha. have to fight them for power. No one is concerned about the general whole anymore. Mm. Now, They're concerned about their tribe, their clique, their power structure. Yeah, well said. And I guess this is part of, um, still still in this vein, uh, it, it, it takes me to that conversation to about why hasn't America sent troops over there yet, like mm. to Ukraine, mm-hmm. uh, based on the NATO agreement or what have you. And um, Well, Ukraine's not in NATO. Okay. They were thinking about joining. That's why. Okay. If they were part of NATO, they would have been over there. Right? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, the, thanks for clarifying that. My my thing was though, I didn't want us to get involved in that. Like like you know, I mean, my my feelings about the military are are known, right? And mm. if you don't know, check one of our previous podcasts. You you know where I feel about. Uh, you, so listen you to them all. Feel about them. Yeah, we don't know which <laughs> number it was. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> what. But but the point is this, um, I don't I don't want our troops 
to be dropping like flies over there mm. with a fight that, frankly, it impacts us, but it really doesn't. It doesn't impact us yet, kind of, but it does impact a sovereign nation. No, I get that, and and uh, they should get the help sticky. that they need, and I get all that. But but again, like don't don't even get me started with our gas prices, right? right? That's oh, that was my next one. By the way, because no, no, I don't, I don't. Have, it's impacting <laughs> us. But listen to this. Look, it's on my list. It's it on is on his list. list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PJ was on it. So here's the thing, oh, though. Man. We buy two percent, two percent of our gas hmm. from Russia. Is it two? I thought it was nine. No, it was two. I mean, go ahead, look, look it up. It's fine. It was, to my understanding, is two percent. Mm. Why on earth are our gas prices the way that they are? Oh well, well, let's not get into that because it's like, a whole this other is conversation. Ridiculous. Okay, okay, I'm right. sorry. Let's no, not no, no let's get into it because it was my other one. My other one was gas. Oh, okay. Well, there you mm. go. But but wait, wait. You want to yeah, finish yeah. your your whole idea though? The whole concept. Like I did not want us to get involved in that war mm. uh, until it would actually impact us. Right. You know, sadly, it's impacting our wallets, but it's not yes. necessarily impacting our safety. Our security do as a we, nation. Do you think we have like this hero mentality? Like as America, if there is ever a problem anywhere, we're, we have to kind of be the hero. And that is what kind of leads us because that's what led us into Vietnam. You know what I'm saying? This hero mentality where we yeah. could have avoided that completely. Was it that? I mean, really, there's always a deeper <laughs> meaning. Like, was it really that or was it just we didn't want this particular person in power? There's mm. money involved. There's gas involved. Well, my understanding is that other countries see us as the bully anyways. Mm. That, that that's we, true. When we, you continue to insert we yourself. Right. Yeah. We yeah. get involved where we don't need to be. Exactly. Yeah. So. We've given ourselves that reputation. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I, I, I love our military personnel. Mm. Uh, and and I really appreciate their sacrifice and our soldiers and what have you. Hundred percent. I still don't want them to be unnecessarily right. So yeah. I'm kind of glad that Biden hasn't sent them out there. Mm. You know. So problem is we don't want to start World War Three, which is what right. would end up happening. True, but some people are complaining that Biden isn't doing his job and that he's like soft. Well, okay. So I mean, okay, 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 who's saying not, Let's not go. Once all again. right, let's not let's not go down no that rabbit hole either. Did, fine, fine. No right. matter what he does, he's going to be criticized. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. I mean, fairly or unfairly, can't please everybody. That's the and right now, it seems like you can't please anyone. That was my whole point of the division. Uh -huh. It seems like th this country is divided no matter what. Even with things that seem clear cut, as in Russia is invading a sovereign nation, we should stand against that and condemn it. Yeah. There was a while there where people weren't because it wasn't politically uh, in favor of where their party stood. Mm. Or it would have... You don't want to give praise to a president yeah. who's not a part of your party. Mm. And you're just like, what have we become mm. that we can't praise someone just to praise someone yeah. or that we have to criticize something about every single thing someone does? And that we can't just have an, a conversation and agree to disagree and move on. Right. Like nowadays, it's so hard. It's it's ridiculous at the, the the amount of division, and that's really. I mean, to me, that's one of the sickening part, the mm. most sickening parts of everything that happens. Mm. And it seems like the more we get into stuff, I mean, when we talk about coronavirus, yeah. when we talk about race relations, yeah. everything is so divisive. It is. Right? It is. It is. And the problem is, it's divided into camps, and you can't cross camp lines. Mm -mm. Well, because everybody's right in right. their own mind. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, like I said, all my opinions But the heart right. is deceitful. Right. You can't even things. be from New York. You know what I'm saying? Ah! You, can't, you can't even. <laughs> I yes. like that. Yes, yes Sam. I like that. You can't Woo! even be from New York, like a true New Yorker. <laughs> you can't because you don't live there, man. You, with four years old, you're not a true New Yorker. I'm just saying. I love it. And now yeah. let's get back to the, something a little lighter is this gas prices. All right, go ahead. Tell me about I don't, gas. I don't get this. I don't get this. If we buy so little from Russia, yeah. mm. why in the world did our gas... And why did our gas go up immediately? Dude, right. who are you kidding? Right. Supposedly, it takes six months for something to hit the pipeline. Mm. 
Yeah. Mm. Like from go from go to there to, to influx. Why is it immediately that it affects us? So the people who were controlling it before, they were hurting from Corona. Oh, so, is that what? So I, the, yeah, I got my PhD in um, gas economy from okay. from the Exxon University. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, you know, it doesn't affect it, but there's a there's a okay. I'm gonna mess this word up, but Good. Machiavellic concept, mm. which is never waste a good crisis. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never yeah, waste yeah. a good crisis. So, you know, there's one Russia, gas prices go up. Mm-hmm. We assume it's because of the one Russia, even though it may not be, but mm. because people think it is, well, yeah, it's because of the war in Russia. That's why, that, you know, that's why it is. But and all the while, they're still making their money, so it's like, why not? Yeah. Yeah, and we'll by say. the way, we we were still importing, we were still importing from Russia till just yesterday, I think Biden finally said, we're going to stop importing from Russia, yeah. which mm-hmm. means... Though it wasn't affecting us. Right. No. We were still importing. However, the gas prices were going up. What ends up happening mm. is that people say, oh, listen, something's going bad. This may affect us in the future. We know that people expected to go up. Let's, this is a big price gouge. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is taking bro. advantage oh, of a they, crisis. They're making up for all those times that oh. the gas was down. Oh, yeah. They're going to make that up in no time. When was the gas ever really down? Oh, well, it, was, when it was in the dollars. When it was yeah. a dollar some for some yeah. time. You know, in and, the then, and then it was in the low twos. Yeah. Nobody was and, going and, anywhere. And guess what? They were still making money. Of course they're making oh, money. They're always making billions money. Billions of dollars. So, so get this. Okay, uh, correction here. The Hill.com says that we purchase uh, 13%, but then the Wall Street Journal says that we purchase 8%. So I saw nine. I, so. I, I, I don't know. Let me see nine. I, I saw one nine as well. Hold on a second. Mm. It might, might have depended on the year too. That's true. Yeah, no, it says 2021 here. Uh, okay, so 2020 was eight, according to NBCChicago.com. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I don't know. It's anywhere between eight and 13%. So go with that. Yeah. So so maybe the prices should should have gone up like 10%. Yeah. Not dude, it went up 100. 10 cents overnight last night alone. I was Not like, a hundred percent, maybe 10 percent. Yeah, and here's the thing I don't get, and here's another thing where people aren't thinking logically. So, gas has started to go up since Biden's, Biden's administration, right? And a lot of people are saying, Hey, thanks, Biden. All right, cool, whatever. It is what it is, but you know, and this is this bothers me. Let, let me no, no, no. I'm gonna step into this real quick. Oh, step in. Not it. not for too long, but just I, I don't mean to interrupt. But this 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 does bother me. All right, everybody knows, mm. and and they say this all the time. The the president in mm. the first four years, okay, is benefiting or hurting from the previous administration's decisions, for the most part, okay, especially when it comes to economic. Mm-hmm. All right. So if we were to follow that track, which most people agree this is how it goes, then wh- how is this nah, Biden's fault? Most people don't agree with that. It's who, I mean, you agree with that when your power is in the office. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because, the, look, look, okay, so, so look at this. Oh, I'm not even going to go there. All right, fine. I'm not uh, going to yeah, keep going down second, the rabbit hole. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I will say this. So it, so it closed down. Me. Prices went up immediately after Biden did that law to, to shut down that pipeline that was being built. Correct. Why? Mm. Let me ask you this: Why? Because the pipeline was closed. The pipeline was never open. It was being built. Correct. Which means no oil was coming out of that pipeline. No. Mm. Which means the supply was not affected one bit. Right. Mm. Yet prices went up. 
This is just people taking advantage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Saying, oh, listen, he's going to go all electric, so let's pump up our prices. Wow. Mm. And use the war as an excuse. Absolutely. Well, first it was that. The pipeline's closed. Yeah. People, we need to be reasonable and say, hey, listen, listen, prices are going to go up and down. It's going to be... But it's all political. It's all a money grab. It's greed. That's all it is. It's always greed. Whether it's coming from the red or the blue states, there's going to be a find a way for greed to happen. Mm. And guess who's in charge of the money? The people who have the big companies that are making the money. Mm. It's not me and you. No, it sure isn't. But it's the me and you who are saying, I can't believe this person and this person. And we usually blame the wrong people. Right. For the prices going up. I mean, we can still be frustrated with Elon that he hasn't sent you that million. Elon, request, only one million dollars, Elon. Yeah. That's all I want. <laughs> you can spare it. It's chump change. You, you can know? find that in the cushions of your Tesla. But you know what? That, that, that though, is the <laughs> truth. And it's seen even in the decision made by Shell gas station, right? When there were these gas stations who said they weren't going to buy from Russia. They're going to mm. band together to not do that. And Russia said, okay, yeah, sure. Here we go. They put their barrel at 28 bucks. Wow. 28 bucks a barrel. Mm. Now, mind you, right now I think it's 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 at one. It's over one something. Okay, it's the barrel. One twelve. It, it was, me and someone else were looking at it just today. Okay, it's gone down ten dollars today. Okay, okay. Yeah. So 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 they put it down to twenty eight bucks. Twenty eight. Mm-hmm. And we're told that Shell went and bought I don't even know how many wow. uh, metric tons of gas mm-hmm. from and Russia. They bought it at that much. And they bought it at twenty dollars a barrel. And then they wrote a statement. And said why they did what they did and then that they were going to support Ukraine. Wow. It's about greed, people. Wow. Greed. Wow. And, and people are flexing their morals in the name of money. Mm. Mm. So, mm. so all, annoying. all that to say is whatever we see in the news, I want to constantly point us to something. Mm. And I pointed this out in your podcast today. Yeah, yeah. We are not of this kingdom. Facts. Amen. Yeah, that's right. We always have to remember that and make sure that we aren't supporting people or things or systems that are trying to protect this kingdom. Mm, So often we want to protect our own comfort, our own things. Like you said before, hey, listen, the Americans are so used to living a life of of ease. Mm. Ellen White wrote that in the last days, some of us who have lived lives of ease— Hmm. won't be ready for the last days because we'll be so uncomfortable. Wow. What's that? And we are comfortable. We're way too comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I've said this a lot when it comes to other things, when it comes to race, when it comes to gender issues, when it comes to all, we're way too comfortable. We are. Mm. Well, anyways. A little spoiled. Yeah, and maybe we'll get into that in our next podcast, but this one's going probably probably time-wise, but we we wanted to talk about Ukraine and kind of our thoughts on that. We want to support anyone who's suffering the mm. people of ukraine and i promise you there are people in russia who are suffering Facts. because of this as well oh, well we need to make sure well not said. to forget about those people yeah agreed mm. and the people of ukraine as well we need to remember the people who are trying to get out of ukraine the people who are right. fighting in ukraine mm. our christian our fellow christians yeah that yeah. are trying to spread the word even among this and trying to teach of the kingdom all this is distractions yeah mm. the right. devil would love to keep us in wars with each other right mm. Mm. So that we don't spread the gospel. There you go. So let's let's pray for everyone involved. Yeah, let's do that. Wisdom of our own leaders, man. Sounds good. Sounds good. You want to do that? Yeah, let's pray. 
Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for this time to converse. Uh, we've had a little fun and we've had some serious talks as well. But most of all, Lord, we want to, to keep our eyes on you. Amen. Keep mm. our eyes on you solidly. Lord, we want to pray for the people of Ukraine. I even want to pray for the people of Russia, Lord. Amen. Because in both countries, there are people suffering. Right yes, now in both yes. countries, there are people who need to hear about your kingdom. Yes. Yet there are, there's so much divisiveness. There's so much greed, Lord, that it is stopping people from hearing your word. Lord, break down those walls. Amen. Uh, break down those places, Lord. Bring your word to where it needs to be, Lord. May we be vessels of that as well in our communities and those to those around us. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for this time together. Most of all, we thank you for Jesus, his love and his grace. And we pray these things in his name. Amen. 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 Hey, thanks for listening to the Diversity on a Hill podcast. Yep. Curcio. Yeah, you can reach us at diversityonahill at gmail.com. We do want to hear from you so we can go ahead and discuss how you feel about the war. Uh, so we'll we'll address it at some point in time. So yeah, that's IG, what we got. IG as well. IG. Yep. There you go. Never's and hey, you can catch our man Samuel on a podcast. What podcast is that? The yeah. next drop off. Yeah, there the next drop go, off. There you go. That's the name Absol of the yeah. The next drop off dot com. Yeah, we want to plug your thing too. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and where, as in, what do you wear? Jesus is dot com. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. On yeah. Instagram, it's the next drop off, and yeah, everything's there. there yeah, go. man. Perfect. He's got a cool hoodie on that says Jesus is. So you yeah. know. Check, check, check his stuff out too. Indeed. Awesome. Hey, this is PJ and I'm out. Sam signing out. PK here. Many blessings. Till next time.